What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host, Justin Roman. And guys, <clears throat> well, today, I ha- well, first of all, I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. Um, and guys, uh, I can't even speak on on the games for today, you know, because they were they're, they're, the games uh, ending the NFL regular season were crazy games. I mean, I'm talking about games that I never really uh, expected to happen. You know, um, and one of those games are the games that I'm about to talk about right now. The New York Giants, who didn't start any, who didn't start any of their, uh, st- who didn't put any of their starters out. You know, Brian Dayball has been, it's been reported today by multiple sources that Brian Dayball didn't uh, start, you know, didn't put his starters out on the field. And the Giants still maximized to make it a close game. The Giants lost 22 to, uh, 16 to 22, uh, 20, 22 to 16 to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I thought the Giants defense did a really good job. And give credit to the offense. The Giants offense, you know, they, they the offense started get started getting things going. You know, um, um, I thought there were, I thought this team had opportunities. You know, I thought we had opportunities in this game to, uh, you know, just to really, uh, you know, uh, score points. No, but pe- but like always, penalties killed our offense. And you know, obviously, uh, if you're not gonna have any of your starters out on the field, you're not gonna you're not gonna have a lot of success. You know, um, but I thought we did a great I thought we did a great job uh, going after Jalen Hurts and injured Jalen Hurts. We don't know. <clears throat> You know, no one knew if Jalen Hurts was going to be 100% going into this game. That's why there, that's why there was so much talk about about this guy and seeing if he was going to go or not. You know, because he had a, you know, he was going into this game with a, he was questionable with a shoulder injury. You know, so we, no one really knew if Jalen Hurts was going to go, but he did go, and Jalen Hurts wasn't that good today. You know, the guy threw an interception. He was getting, you know, he didn't have, he, you know, he didn't move around in the pocket, you know, um, which I don't, you know, and obviously, you know, like whenever the pressure came to him, he just went down. I think he was, I think Jalen Hurts was playing it safe. I, I don't think he was trying to get himself hurt, you know, um, obviously, you know, it's obvious this guy is the biggest piece of this Eagles offense. You know, um, I thought the Giants, ever since, you know, ever since the first quarter, I thought the Giants played a complete game, even though we didn't have our starters out there. You know, I thought the defense did a great job not letting the Eagles score points. Even though the Eagles kept on killing us, we have we didn't allow them to score a touchdown, you know. It was, this was mostly a defensive game, you know, and the Giants went into Philadelphia and they played a competitive football game, you know, 
Um, and I think this is I think this is great for us, you know, especially headed, especially going into the postseason, playing a team in the Minnesota, in the Minnesota Vikings, who the Giants could beat. I've said this multiple times. Like you you can beat the Vikings. I think when looking at this, when looking at the Giants, you know, and I said. I said the exact same. What, what what I'm about to say was the exact same thing I said when we lost to the Vikings. It's the little things that we need to that the Giants need to clean up. You know, it's the little things. You know, offensive line watching the ball, not getting not not getting penalized a lot. You know, you know, just giving Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley opportunities. To uh, <clears throat> either that's Daniel Jones uh, having a, having enough time to throw the football, or either that's Saquon Barkley finding big gaps in this offensive line to run through. I think we can beat the Vikings. Is it going to be easy? No, because we're going to be going on the road to Minnesota, and it's not easy to play in Minnesota. It's not. But I thought I I thought we played a good game. You know, uh, you know. Obviously, no one look at no one was going to expect the Giants to go into this game and start and put their starters out on the field. You know, especially if especially once the playoffs come around. You know, I mean, look what happened to the Minnesota Vikings. They almost lost Dalvin Cook. You know, in a game the Vikings didn't really need to win. You know, but they did. But they did take Kirk Cousins out. You know, you know it's all about it's all about get it's all it's all about good preparation. You're trying to get ready for the playoffs, and you know that's what the Giants are trying to do. You know, um, I thought this was I thought this was a great uh, year for the Giants, and I'm very excited for what the future is going to look like for this team as you know the season progresses. You know, as we go, as we get through the final, <clears throat> as we get through this week and get into the postseason, which is going to happen next week, I believe. Obviously, we got one more game to be, uh, we have one more game that needs to be finished. We have the Lions playing the Packers. You know, um, obviously the winner of that, obviously the Packers win that game. The Packers are the number seven seed. But if the Seahawks, but if the Lions win, the Seahawks are the number seven seed. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of crazy things happening, you know. Uh, but, you know, I'm very excited about this, about this Giants team. You know, what this, what Brian Dayball and Joe Shane bring to the, what, what Brian Dayball and Joe Shane, what those two bring to the table is not giving up. And finding ways. Well, I'm talking. I'm talking about how. I'm talking about Brian Dayball, uh, personally. Brian Dayball, what he's brought to the table, and what he's basically, what he told every Giants fan, is that I'm a guy that considers not giving up, and that's what he did. You know, what he brings to the table is something that. <laughs> none of these other candidates brought to the table and that's 
disciplining the players and, you know, just believing in the players. And it started, it started all the way back to week one when the Giants were down, to t- when they were down to the Titans. The Giant, when the Giants went, for, when the Giants, you know, Brian Dayball was questioning every person on his coaching staff if if uh, he should go for it or not, and everyone was telling him to do it, and he did. You know why? Because he believes in his players. You know, <sighs> Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley are coming back. I don't care what anyone. I don't. I don't care what anyone has to say. Those two are coming back, and it's gonna happen. Those two are coming back, just because. I just believe that when you have when you when you combine both of these guys together, you know you can't stop them. When you surround Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley together behind a good supporting cast they're dangerous now I'm not now am I saying that Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley is going to be you know um I don't know the neck the copy version of Patrick Mahomes and Isaiah Pacheco no but what Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley bring to the table is not caring who we're facing type attitude and that's what they that's what they bring every week you know even though you know I'm I'm pretty sure Daniel Jones knows that everyone doesn't think he's a Josh Allen, but he doesn't care. He still he still shows that mental toughness, and look what he look what he did. Now I don't know what the contract number I don't know what the I don't know the I don't know what the money numbers are gonna look like. Maybe you maybe we have a uh, maybe Daniel Jones can get a. Well, Daniel Jones, he's not going to get a contract, so maybe we shouldn't go there, you know, because there's a whole lot of other players on this roster that need to get a contract, uh, need to get a contract signing, you know, including Saquon Barkley. So maybe the Giants, like I've been saying, the Giants, they're probably going to give him a franchise tag, you know, they give him a franchise tag and maybe... You know, they go into the draft or they go into free agency and get a guy that they can trust. They get a guy that they can trust. Fuck. Just. They could get a guy that they can trust and get a guy that, um, um, you know, just get a receiver that they can trust. I don't care if it's Odell Beckham Jr. You know, as I would I love Odell? Yes, I would. But I, I just I just want a receiver that doesn't that doesn't play games. I want a receiver that's all about business. I want a I want a Plaxico Burris. I want a Victor Cruz. I want an I want an Amani Tumor. I want a I want a copy version of those guys, okay? I want those receivers, you know, I don't want a Kenny Galladay, even though Kenny Galladay caught his first ever touchdown against the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't care about that. I care about, I want a receiver that can make plays. Like look what, look what Stefan, look what Stefan Diggs is doing in Buffalo. 
Look what Justin Jefferson is doing in Minnesota. These guys are balling out because they're all about business. When it come and what I mean by that, when it comes down to when it comes to having good business in the NFL, I'm talking about players that want to win. Players that don't care about the money and players that care about the business. When they care and what I mean by that, they care about winning. Now maybe the and I'm pretty sure the and look at there would I am I going to be surprised if Joe Shane drafts a receiver? Hell no, because we need receivers. But yet again, Odell Beckham he hasn't been signed yet, so I don't know I don't know where Joe Shane I don't know where Joe Shane is. I don't know where he's leaning towards to I don't know if he's leaning towards to signing Odell Beckham back to the Giants. Or maybe he, or maybe he wants to start off young, and bring in a guy that he can, bring in a guy that can, for sure, you know, obviously with the coaching staff Joe Shane has brought up, brought together, maybe he can bring in a guy like that, or maybe you can go after a T Higgins from the Cincinnati Bengals because there's no way in hell the Bengals are going to keep all those receivers. Because the Bengals literally have, they literally, the Bengals literally have number one receivers all over. Jamar Chase, he, he's a, he's a clear number one receiver. T Higgins is a clear number one receiver. Joe Burrow has, he has magic pieces all around him. He, he's literally playing with number one receivers. You go and get it. Maybe you can go and get a T Higgins. Or maybe you start young and get go into the draft and you draft a receiver. But all I want is to win. You know, like I I, I tell you guys this all the time. I'm not a team play. I'm not a you know, I'm not a I don't care who wins. I don't care how we win. I don't care if it's the defense, I don't care if it's special teams. I don't even care if it's you know, I don't really care. I don't care. I don't. I don't even care if it's the offensive line. All I care about is winning. I've always been like that. I've always cared about winning, you know. And this is what it's all about, you know. And not only that, but Joe Shane, he's finally gonna have full control of the Giants' cap situation and the draft. And free agency. He Joe Shane couldn't he couldn't control all that in his first year when he got to MetLife because Dave Gutterman messed it all up. You know, Dave Gutterman signed guys that we really didn't need. Now we gotta now we got we gotta give Dave Gutterman credit. Dave Gutterman he did bring in some guys, you know, either they're from the draft or from free agency. Dave Gutterman did he did draft Dexter Lawrence. He did draft Saquon Barkley. He did draft Daniel Jones. He did draft Darius Slayton. All of those guys that he drafted are balling out. So maybe it wasn't because of Dave Gutterman's stupidity on hiring bad candidates for head coach. Maybe uh you know, oh uh, yeah, it was. Maybe it wasn't because of Dave Gutterman's bad drafting. 
maybe uh, drafting, maybe it was because of his stupidity on on hiring people that he thought were good head coaches. Because look what Joe Shane did. Joe Shane brought in a guy who has experience at coaching, you know, and look what he did. Look what Brian Dayball did with everything that Dave Gutterman brought into MetLife Stadium. Now there is no now there is no for sure way that Joe Shane keeps all of these guys. You know, there's no there's no way that will happen. But I'm pretty sure he's gonna keep some of them. Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, both of those guys, uh, they were both drafted by Dave Gutterman. And Joe Shane already, there's been reports by guys like Ian Rappaport saying that the <clears throat> Joe Shane and the Giants are considering on bringing back these guys. Ugh. Look it. The reason why I, the reason why I said, the reason why I said the things I had to say about Daniel Jones is because I didn't, and don't get me wrong, it's not because I trusted Dave Gutterman, it's because I'm, me personally, you guys hear me say this all the time, I am a, I'm the type of fan that believes in players, either from the draft or from, and you know, I don't care if you're, I don't care if you're drafted high you know, in the middle class. I don't care if you're drafted in the lower class. I'm still going to give you an opportunity. I'm still going to give you uh, the benefit of the doubt to show me what you can do. And that's what I did. And that's why I, that's what I was trying to tell every one of you, but you guys didn't want to believe me. And all you guys came at me telling me, oh, Justin, you don't know football, all of this other crap. And look what happened. What did I say during uh, during this four-year span when Daniel Jones came in? You give this kid a good offensive line. You give him a good receiving core. You give him a good head coach, a good offensive, a good offensive play caller. Daniel Jones will succeed because I when I when I see someone balling out, I'm gonna say that. And it may not be because I know I know football. Maybe it's because I'm. Maybe it's because I know this team so much. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. And I do know football. To answer to to the ones that don't really believe I know football, I do. I watched this game longer than any of you because I'm pretty sure most. Of, I'm pretty sure the ones. I'm pretty sure the ones that are saying that I don't know are the ones that act. I'm pretty sure the ones that say I don't know football, I'm pretty sure those are the, the same exact people that don't even know what fo- <laughs> don't even know what the rules are. They're gonna just assume that they're they're gonna pick any team without even explaining how the team's gonna win. You guys know what I mean. I the reason why I say the things I say is not to get under anyone's skin. I say it because this is my team. And if you're playing for the New York Giants, I don't care what college you come from. I don't care what, I don't care what, I don't care the college you played for was bad or not. I'm still going to support you because that's who the type of person I am, you know? So I'm excited. And I'm pretty sure every other Giants fan should be excited because the future's bright. 
And we're back in the playoffs, and you bet your ass I'm going to I'm going to be supporting my team more than any other Giants fan. So that's what that's all I have to say. But anyways, guys, I'll see you guys tomorrow. But until then, I'm out. Peace.